social media, SEO, blogging. Find more at jtid.co.uk. Hi, welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, things are changing around a little bit this week. Uh, you could probably tell there's new music. If you're a regular listener, new music this week. We're changing quite a few things around. Uh, the podcast has been running, believe it or not, for almost 12 months. In fact, this is episode number 49 of the podcast. So I want to change things around uh, quite a bit. So this week we're introducing a new format. Uh, Instead of looking at lots of short tips on lots of different subjects, I want to try and concentrate on one topic and go into a little bit more detail, a little bit more in depth. Uh, Also into the future, going to be looking at doing more interviews with people and maybe even different lengths of podcasts. I don't always expect a 15, 20 minute podcast. It could be five minutes one week or 10 minutes the next week. And another thing I want to start doing is using episode numbers as well instead of dates. So, as I said, this this week it's episode number 49. Can't believe that. If you head into iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and, and uh, uh, TuneIn Radio, you can actually download all 49 of the episodes there. So um, make sure you, you do that sometime. So to start off this new uh, format... Uh, going to be talking about a hot topic at the moment, which is all over the internet. Uh, everybody's apparently talking about it. And it's making your e-commerce website mobile-friendly. The first thing I want to do is to share a few headlines with you. Uh, these headlines are from internetretailing.net, which is a great website, uh, which you can head over to and read lots of articles all about e-commerce, some really interesting things there. Uh, but the four headlines uh, that, that took my eye are from the last few months, uh, and they're, they're as follows. Uh, mobile share of visits to UK retail sites increases to 64%. It's a huge number. 40% of purchases travel across devices driven by mobile and apps. That's an analysis of 1.4 billion transactions. That's a lot of spending. Uh, One in five mobile users expect to do half their spending on mobile. And UK retailers are missing out on £6.6 billion each year by not embracing mobile. They're quite stark statistics, really, and it means that people are doing much more of their purchasing on mobile phones. It could be a mobile phone, it could be a tablet. It's a mobile device, something that you can take around with you. We're not booting up our computers uh, anymore. We're not sitting there waiting for five minutes for for our computer to, to boot up so we can go and buy something. We can do that straight away on the sofa whenever we want, instantly, on our mobile phones. And this is one of the reasons why mobile commerce is taking off. It's really easy to buy stuff on your mobile phone. But your your website really must be mobile friendly. And there's quite a few different things that you can do to make it mobile friendly. And I've got a few things that I want to run, run through with you um, during this podcast. The first one is is the actual overall design, which is usually called a, a responsive design. Responsive means exactly that. Your, your website is responsive to different screen sizes. So if you're looking at a, your website on an enormous 24-inch monitor, it looks fantastic. But then if you look at your website on a really small phone, on an iPhone 4 or an iPhone 5 or something, which has got a fairly small screen, 
then it still looks absolutely brilliant and people can use it. And this responsive type of web design is the most popular type of mobile commerce and mobile design. Uh, there are two other ways. There's, well, there's one other main other way, which, which is completely designing a new website for your mobile phone. But that's a lot more expense. It's much easier to use something which is responsive in size. The best way to do this, if, you, if your website isn't responsive at the moment, the best way to do it is to change the theme of your website. You don't necessarily have to change your entire shopping cart system. If you're using Magento or OpenCart, or you're even using WordPress with WooCommerce or something built in and you're using a theme which is quite old and you've had it running for quite a long time and you know it doesn't look good on a mobile phone then what you need to be doing is looking for a responsive theme for your website so your actual the actual technical side the buggings of it all the links and the uh, the urls and the pages which your products are on and the category names those don't actually change they all stay the same the only thing that we're actually changing is the theme and the look and the feel of your website so if you're running one of these types of uh, of shops on on Magento or, or WordPress, and you've got an old theme. Have a look at updating it, and talk to your web developers about creating a responsive website. It's really really important. The second thing I want to talk a little bit about is is menus. Um, now the responsive side of 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 the of the website will we'll look at, at menus and it, it will create this mobile menu. It's usually this little hamburger thing, as they call it, which is three little lines. There are They are changing. There's, there's more modern themes now which are actually coming up with even words which say menu, so you can just thumb on it there. But at the end of the day, the mobile menu will be a lot easier to operate on a mobile phone than the normal desktop menu. The desktop menu will be too big and too cumbersome. So the mobile menu... Um, will be usually just a slide out or a pop down or a slide down, pop down menu. And all the pages and all the different uh, categories of your shop will appear there. But two things to remember about your menu on a mobile phone. The first one is the font size. It's really important. Not everybody has the same size fingers and thumbs. So if you've got really slim, slender fingers, you're going to get away with, with a, a small font size. But if you've got big stubby fingers, uh, then you're going to have a little bit of trouble with it. Okay, So look at the font size and make sure that the font size of your menu uh, is, uh, is thumbable, clickable, tappable by people with big chunky fingers. And also look at the spacing between the different links as well. If the different links on the menu are too close together, and they're, they're really bunched up, then stubby thumbs and stubby fingers can end up thumbing on the wrong link. And that's really irritating because mobile navig navigation isn't wonderfully easy anyway, even with all these fantastic responsive menus. Uh, but if you click on the wrong, or you thumb on the wrong uh, menu, it's going to be taking you a little bit longer to get back to where you were in the first place. So take a look at the spacing between the different menu items. And have a word with your web developers to maybe increase that very, very slightly. We don't want huge gaps, but we need just enough gap to make it look good, but also make sure that people can thumb things properly as well. Filters are really important in mobile commerce, 
they're important on the desktop as well, but they're pretty easy to, to use on the desktop. But they're those little drop-down menus that can switch things between colour and size and can filter out the results and put things into ascending or descending order by price. And little filters like that which help the user find what they want. But one of the things you want to make sure on a mobile phone is that the filters are really easy to use and really easy to get to. And there aren't any filters that have nothing to do with the product. If you're selling a particular type of product, say we're selling T-shirts, the chances are you don't want to be uh, sorting the T-shirts by A to Z or even Z to A. Okay, You're probably going to look at price, you want to be filtering colours, you want to be filtering sizes. But you don't want to be filtering other things like A to Z and Z to A. They're pretty pointless. So make sure that you can you can take these away. Have a word with your developers and make sure that these types of filters, if they're not useful for the actual product, then take them away. Use different filters. For example, if you're selling, I don't know, USB sticks, the main thing that you want to be wanting is to put the size of the USB stick, 2 gigabyte, 4 gigabyte, 5 gigabyte. That's going to be the main type of filter. Um, you might even want it A to Z for the brand as well. Or you might just want an actual filter for the actual brand names. So we can get rid of an A to Z filter. We can get rid of a, uh, of a pricing filter even because we might have a filter which says above £5, below £5, 5 to £10, filters like that. Make sure that the filters themselves are specific to the different products that you sell because not every filter will be useful for every product. And with some of the some of the more advanced uh, shopping cart systems like Magento and WooCommerce and that, you can actually um, decide on which filters uh, you want on the different products and the different categories. So look carefully at that when you're designing your website. Use as few filters as possible and it'll be much easier to use on mobile phones. Also want to mention a little bit about shopping carts and forms. Um, forms are a bit of a bugbear of mine on mobile because my, my thumbs, I use my thumb a lot on my mobile phone. I'm not a finger person, I'm a thumb person. And I tend to have trouble with forms. Maybe I should use my finger. Maybe it would be easier. But I don't. I use my thumb. And shopping carts and forms can be quite irritating, especially if the box that you're trying to put your finger or thumb into is not tall enough. So make sure that everything is big enough for a stubby thumb or a stubby finger. Let's deal with forms to start off with. A simple form, a contact form, or the form that you put your name and address and your telephone number in. Make sure that these forms, thumbs can fit in them really easily. Also make sure that they use the autofill from the browser. Okay, so that when you put your uh, name in, it gives you the option to automatically pre-fill the whole of the form with your address, your telephone number and your email address. This is going to save somebody an awful lot of time. If you think about the process on a mobile phone of actually typing something into a form, it's, it's kind of like you thumb the box on the form, the keyboard takes out half of your screen on the phone. You've then got to type it down. You've then got to get rid of the keyboard and you've got to move on to the next form box and we don't want to be doing that it's a hassle so if you can use make sure that you can use the autofill functions of the web browser of the mobile web browser it's going to make life an awful lot easier for your customer because a lot of this information will be automatically filled in 
If we look at shopping carts, specifically shopping carts, again, these need to be spaced out. Of course, the boxes need to be big enough for thumbs to fit in. But if we even look at the quantity box, quantity boxes are a pain because the process, again, of changing the quantity in a shopping cart and a mobile phone is thumb the quantity box, delete the number, type in a new number, and then sort of like take your thumb out of the out of the uh, the, the box and close the keyboard and then you're done. Whereas a lot of e-commerce stores now are using little up-down buttons, which are just to the side of the quantity box. So instead of having to actually do all that typing and putting fingers into form boxes, all you can do is just hit these little up-down buttons and it increases the quantity, decreases the quantity, makes life an awful lot easier. But also look at the space between the items in your shopping cart as well. When you're looking at the actual cart or you're heading towards the checkout, people do remove things from their shopping cart. And sometimes if it's too bunched up and too close together, you might end up with problems where people remove the wrong item. I've done it myself before and it's a pain because you've got to go back through the shop again to try and find the product again to put it back into your shopping cart. And this sort of thing is a bit of a pain. So again, the spacing between the lines on your shopping cart will really help the user experience. It'll reduce the amount of errors that might happen. And when there are errors, people get hacked off and they might go somewhere else and buy their stuff. So make sure these uh, the lines on your shopping cart are, are spaced out quite a bit. And also these up and down arrows, really important, I think. Get them done. Um, it's not a huge problem. If your thing doesn't have a little up down arrows, have a word with your web developers and they should be able to put some in. Okay, I want to move on to products now. The actual product pages on your e-commerce store are really important. Uh, but on mobile phones, you don't want to be showing too much information. So make sure that your products are laid out in a good, solid way. Look at Amazon, for instance. Look at a product on a mobile phone on Amazon. And that's the sort of style and the sort of design you want to be aiming for. It needs to be simple. It needs to be easy to look at. It needs to be very visual so that the photograph takes up a lot of space. You can also use a video as well. Um, videos are fantastic on mobile phones. People much prefer watching a video on a mobile phone than reading through lots of text. So if you can include some sort of video demonstration of your product, it will really, really help. Even if it's just going around and around on one of the little turntables or it's somebody showing an actual walkthrough of the product being used. Um, use video to help sell the product. Also include reviews as well, quite prominently on your mobile screen. And what other people say will will help people decide whether they want to buy it or not. Um, so look at using reviews. Either use a review system or use the inbuilt review system of your shopping cart and encourage people to leave a review. Promise them discounts in the future off, off products and off your store or their next order from you to get a review from them because reviews are really, really important. And also look at things like testimonials as well. If somebody said something nice about a product or, or about your company on Twitter or Facebook or wherever it is, um, or even in your store, if you've got a bricks and mortar store and they've come in and they've said something nice to you there, then actually include that testimonial within the description of the product. It'll really help reinforce um, the authority of the product and say that it's a great product, other people like it, and it'll encourage people to buy it a little more. Also make sure that you've got 
that all your embedded stuff is mobile friendly. Now, when I say embedded stuff, I mean little things like sharing buttons and video and maybe some slideshows if you're using slideshows and demonstrations and things. Anything that's embedded from somebody else's website. So it could be a TripAdvisor logo, for example. It could be anything at all that comes from somewhere else, like a YouTube video or a Vimo video. Okay, Make sure these are all mobile friendly. Now, you've got no problem using YouTube. You've got no problem using Vimo because those are mobile friendly. But I have noticed that some of the TripAdvisor buttons and some of the sharing buttons that are available on the market are not mobile friendly. So they kind of like look out of place and look a little bit strange uh, when viewed on a mobile phone. So make sure that everything that you actually embed into your web page uh, looks absolutely fantastic on mobile phones. Do an awful lot of testing and checking things out. Also want to talk about having a little bit of space to breathe. There's some space to breathe. Um, space on 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 mobile phones is really important, and I like a lot of space. There's quite a bit of space on my own website, and I like space. It breaks things up. Um, the internet years and years and years ago used to be full of text. There used to be mountains and mountains of text. And we do need a lot of description, a lot of text, because the search engines love text. Uh, but we want to make sure it, it doesn't look just like an, you know, a, a 1930s copy of The Times or something, which is just text and no pictures. It needs to look really nice and the space will help your website breathe. It will make it look absolutely gorgeous if there's space in between the different elements, space between the product title and the image and the reviews and, and all over your, your website. It needs to be spacious and you want to use this white space. It looks great on desktop computers, but it looks even better on mobile phones. And it gives the impression on a small screen that you're not trying to cram too much information into the screen. It does make it an awful lot easier uh, to actually read and to actually deal with. So make sure you've got lots of space to breathe on your website. I want to talk a little bit about phone numbers and email addresses and social media links because it's another another bugbear of mine, particularly phone numbers. It's really easy to make your phone number clickable on a mobile phone. Really simple. So the people just thumb it, click it, whatever you want to call it, and it makes the phone call. It calls you straight away. They don't have to be messing around. I, in the past, I've looked at and I've actually ended up writing down a phone number on a piece of paper and then typing it into my mobile phone to phone somebody. You don't want to be doing that. OK, so this is really simple. You have to turn your phone number into a web link, which is quite easy to do um, in most systems. Just 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 highlight it and click the link button. Um, within your content management system. And then instead of typing in like a web link, instead of it being a web link with a HTTP and all that stuff, what you want to do is to put T-E-L for telephone, T-E-L, full colon, and then the number. And that's the link, okay, for the phone number. So your actual number becomes a link. And when people click on it, it automatically activates the dialer on the phone and it calls you. It's as simple as that. Similar with email addresses, you do it the same way. It's mail to full colon on the email address. And with social media links as well, if you're using those, make sure they're clickable. When you mention Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram, if you're mentioning them in product 
product descriptions or anywhere at all on your website, make sure they click straight through to your account as well. Or it opens up a box for people to be able to follow you on those social media uh, sites. So make sure that all your phone numbers, email addresses, social media links, they're all clickable and they're all useful. Now, I also want to want you to test everything as well, because I think testing things is really, really important. I, I talk to a, a lot of people doing when I'm doing my e-commerce training, and I, I say to them, have you ever bought anything from yourself? And most of the time they say, well, sort of, yeah. The, the common thing is that they've, they've, they've taken a purchase as far as the shopping cart system, but they haven't actually bought anything from themselves. So make sure that when you test your website to make sure it's mobile friendly, you buy something from yourself. Actually start the process from the beginning, from your home page, find products, put them into your shopping cart, take things out of the shopping cart, alter quantities. Then sign up as a new customer, actually buy something from yourself and go through the entire payment process to receiving the email saying thank you very much for the order. Do the whole thing and use your thumb and use your finger to actually buy things from yourself. You'll spot problems and you'll spot bottlenecks and you'll spot little tiny issues and you'll make mistakes on the screen yourself. And you can think to yourself, how can I fix that mistake so somebody else doesn't make that mistake? And you'll be able to really understand how your customer is going to be buying from you. And then you can take these little issues and these notes you've made down, take them to your web developers and actually turn around and say, look, can you fix this and can you make it work? And also check your website as well using Google's mobile tester. Now, in the show notes, what I'll do is I'll leave a link to this and I'll also leave a link to the internetretailing.net uh, magazine, which I talked about earlier on as well, because it's a really useful uh, website to read. Um, but do look at Google Google's mobile tester. You can do a search for it. Do a search for Google mobile phone tester, and it'll come up top of the top of the pile. And what you can actually do is type is type in your website address or your web page. So put different pages in, and then Google will test it to make sure it's mobile friendly. It'll look at your menu. It'll look at the style and the design of the website. It'll look at pretty much everything to do with your website, and it'll check to see whether it's mobile friendly. And it'll give you a few hints and tips on how to make it more mobile friendly as well, which is really useful, so that you can spot problems and spot issues. And again, you can take these to your web developers and web designers. You can say, fix it. Make sure my website works absolutely brilliantly. The upside of all this is that when people search for things on their mobile phones, Google is more likely to put a mobile-friendly website higher up the rankings. So the top, say, three, four, five results for a mobile phone search will be from mobile-friendly websites. And you can actually see it in the listing where it says mobile-friendly. And by making sure that your website is mobile-friendly, you'll be higher up the list when people make searches on mobile phones. So make sure you check things out using Google's mobile phone tester. Okay, well, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope it's been useful. I hope you've taken quite a few hints and tips about making your website mobile friendly. It is really important nowadays that everything works smoothly and easily across lots of different devices. Uh, If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe to it. Uh, It comes out every Friday afternoon. You can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and SoundCloud as well. All the links are available on the podcast page of my website, which is jtid.co.uk 
forward slash podcasts. Uh, always interested to hear from people on social media as well. If you've got any ideas on how to make your website more mobile friendly, if you think I've missed something out of this list, then let me know. Definitely. You can find me on Twitter. Search for at John Tromans, which is J-O-N-T-R-O-M-A-N-S. And I'm also on Facebook as well and on Instagram as well. That's a recent uh, convert to Instagram over the past few weeks because I decided that Instagram is useful for business to business companies as well as business to consumer companies. So we've we've invested a little bit of time and effort on um, Instagram. So uh, thanks for listening to this week's podcasts and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Social media, SEO, blogging. Find more at jtid.co.uk.